Well, you know, it's not very often that philosophy and baseball go together, but Mr. Gil Hodges has managed to combine the two. All right, Gil. Those bench jockeys, they can sit there all day long making one wise crack after another and really have themselves a ball. Me, I'll just leave it to the other guys and take my fun after the game. That means grabbing a shower and sitting around with a lucky. They're all cigarette, all tobacco, all the way through. I'd say Lucky's are the best-tasting cigarette I ever smoked. Yes, sir, Gil, smokers everywhere find that Lucky's taste better, and for good reason. Lucky's are made of fine, mild, naturally good-tasting tobacco that's toasted to taste even better. So do as Gil says and light up a Lucky's. You'll say it's the best-tasting cigarette you ever smoked. Light up a Lucky, it's so fine. It's cabbie time. Settle back in your chair. There's baseball in the air right now. It's cabbie time. Sarasota, Florida, one hour south of Tampa on the sparkling Gulf Coast. Known for its sugary white beaches, rich cultural amenities, and of course, the spring training home of Kevy's Country Breakfast. For the past 27 years, fans across the country have been traveling to the Sunshine State to witness Kevy's precious first steps as they prepare for a new season of podcast glory. With the pressure mounting for the fifth episode of the massively popular online podcast, the boys who are otherwise cute, cuddly little teddy bears have transformed themselves into brutish, barbaric monsters, a distant shadow of their former selves. Seltzer with lemon now! Can I get it pre-gargled? I need it pre-gargled. Felipe, pre-gargled! I'm sick of this shit. And you know what? Come land, air, or sea, I'm headed back to southern Ontario tonight. I'm under a lot of stress. My ex-wife, Saran, does it ever end? Don't get me started with this bitch. The nerve of her! Entering the Great Canadians Couples Karaoke Challenge presented by Boston Pizza Richmond Hill? That gap puss, cold sword skank. Besmirching the great name of Jim Trey Living? All I'm hearing online these days is her and Gregory, her and Gregory. The athletic volunteer firefighter she met on ChristianMingle.com three weeks after our separation. It's bad enough they go Facebook Live every time they're at Advanced Aquatic Zumba. Now they want to rub this in my face? And the icing on the cake? I found out they came in second place at CSI Miami Trivia last night. Uh, yeah. Those $40 Cineplex gift cards should be mine. Oh, that's a fucking backstab. They know that Turtle Jacks is your watering hole. And are you kidding me? CSI Miami? You taught her everything she knows about that show. That prize is fucking huge, dude. What has she even seen that guy anyway? Uh, hello, Gregory Gutemeyer, semi-finalist in season four of MasterChef Canada. I always knew she was a star fucking whore. If anyone should be nuzzling elbows with Claudio Apriel, uh, it should be me. What are you, hearing impaired? You incompetent, lazy-eyed fuck? You heard the man! Hot water with lemon now! The center stage for this action, you ask? The new state-of-the-art recording studio, the Akeem Optical Audio Emporium. 
with two TGI Friday locations circling the concourse and a magnificent cheese sauce fondue waterfall overlooking the lower pavilion, who in their right mind wouldn't be mystified by this marvelous tribute to the podcast gods? And a lucky here. Aren't you a lucky son of a bitch? Getting a front row sneak peek to two of the greatest baseball minds of a generation. Keep in mind, we're in the middle of a conversation, so shh, your manners would be appreciated. That means you, Chatty Cathy and Big Black Billy, keep your puss lips zipped. So without further ado, let's check out the boys in action. Well, IHOP has this butter pecan syrup. I fucking die for it. One time uh, we went and I'm like, do you guys sell like this stuff? Like, and like, no, he's like, I'll bring you a little sample. And I thought it was going to be like a little, like, like little dipping sauce container of like syrup. He gave me like a, like a 500 milliliter, like to go cup filled with people, like filled with syrup. I was like, fuck yeah. What do you fucking drink it on the way home? (laughs) Nah, I kid, I kid. I know how much a signature ingredient could just ignite a dish. My hoagies when they taste just right. Garlic mayo, garlic mayo. I wash it down with a Bud Light lime. It's dead in. I am divorced. Kev, in all sincerity, that ballad was beautiful. Truly beautiful ballad. Really well done. You guys are fucked. You have some serious mental issues. Kev Sheeler, Kevin Chincholo, and David Smith-Hayes. These iconic names are, of course, synonymous with Kevy's Country Breakfast. But truth be told, young or old, the true star of spring training is... Brecky. Brecky. We love Brecky. Ah, yes, Brecky. The iconic fan-favorite mascot of Kevy's Country Breakfast. Created by Jim Hansen via perverse gambling debts in 1963, at 8 foot 4 inches tall, 624 pounds, he makes Andre the Giant look like Paul Giamatti. The troubled half-brother of Big Bird is no stranger to controversy, and his unfeathered comments concerning the Philly fanatic in his 2016 sit-down interview with Anderson Cooper, Brecky outlandishly complained that the Philly fanatic's iconic fur was, quote, the wrong color to be entertaining kids. Mom, dad, and children everywhere, pull up a chair and be prepared to be amazed. It's the one and only Brecky! My name's Brecky and I'm the sheriff in this here town! Mark Marin being self-important again during his long-winded 15-minute intro. Citation ticket! Anyways, I come here today with some important news to share with all my loyal constituents. My wife Cheryl is out of town this week visiting her stepmom in Pilsenburg, Ontario. Leaving this old buttercup solo at the ranch, all to his lonesome. So I'm on the lookout for a cute little cowgirl to come back to Bricky's condo, watch Law and Order SVU, and see where the night takes on. Attention, attention. May I have your attention, please? 
This is just a reminder that there will be limited autograph signings after this afternoon's Miss Fuckette Hoagie Eating Contest. Kevin Chinchola will still be signing tits with the purchase of dishwashing latex gloves for the reduced price of $49.99 in the Kevy's Country Gift Shop. I repeat, Kevin Chinchola will still be signing tits with the purchase of dishwashing latex gloves for the now reduced price of $49.99 in the Kevy's Country Gift Shop. Also, a four-year-old boy named Tyler has drowned in the cheese sauce fondue fountain in the upper pavilion. The exhibit will be closed for approximately 20 minutes. We apologize for any inconvenience. Can you believe this bullshit, children? Six years I've been working here. Six fucking years. All summer long in the scorching heat. Working day, night, afternoon shifts, breaking my back. One year I was sick as a dog with a staph infection. And Chicholo kept saying, put some ointment on, you pampered pussy. <laughs> Sheila and Chicholo, Sheila and Chicholo, that pale, lanky asshole and his stupid Dago friend. What's the point of this show anyway? They release an episode every five months. Where's the consistency? How are you supposed to build a fan base? If we're really honest with ourselves, what's the demographic for this horse shit? If you don't like baseball, You'd never listen to the show, but if you love baseball, you're disappointed with this incessant filth. And I'll tell you right now, that's all one big charade. They're not fooling anyone, Bob. And that Sheila guy, he's a depressed fuck. What's he doing all day? Sipping suds at some shitty watering hole? Talking about uniforms? Women think he's autistic. He's a showcase comic at best. 15 good minutes, and then after that, things start to get fucky. Anyways, I digress. They're pussies, man. Just big pussies. Too scared to move to the big city? Paying the same rent you do now to live with four additional roommates. Quit making excuses for your own mediocre life. Maybe if you play your cards right, you could do just for laughs. People would give you 800 likes on Facebook to announce your appearance. But then once the episode comes out, who the fuck watches it? It's not special, and you're back in a sparsely attended open mic telling jokes to disinterested, drug fuck 20-something drunks. But you'll always have that photo, though. Oh, yes, that photo. Your arm around the comedian way more famous than you. Hmm, the illusion of success. Let's be honest, the Winnipeg Comedy Festival is fucking embarrassing. Why have theme nights? Why constrain yourself to those limitations? It's pet night! That means all my jokes are on my hamster mittens. That's the goal! That's what I'm striving for! Who wants to live that life? Not me! And don't get me started with that chinchola! That lackey doughboy fuck! But I'm giving some credit, though. At least they're not, you know, just babbling on, though. We're just two marginally talented know-it-alls with their meandering perception of the comedy biz. Wowie, fucking kill yourselves! <laughs> All right, let's find Brecky a date. Oh, the producer Earl's giving me a bad look. He doesn't want me to go into this segment. Well, tough beans, fucko! Do you realize the incessant sexual prison cell that is Brecky? It's been six months since my wife Cheryl had knee replacement surgery 
and now she's seemingly never in the mood anymore. Needless to say, Ricky's balls are bursting. Yeah. Who should I choose? Who should I choose? Who will get the Brecky Fuck? Who will get the Brecky Fuck? It's up to them to decide. It's consensual sex with the Brecky Bear and Brecky Bear. What's your name, sweetheart? Candace? Oh, I always loved the name Candace. Yum, 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 yum. It's like candy for my lips. What do you do, darling? In school? Oh, yeah? For what? Early childhood education? Wow! Beauty and brains! Bricky life! Where are you from, baby? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? That's where Josh Gad went to school! Carnegie Mellon College of Fine Arts, to be exact! Graduating with honors in 2003! And hubby over there shaking his shoulders. He doesn't know who Josh Gad is. Where do you have been? Living under a fucking rock? Oh, what's your name? Todd? Oh, shut your fucking mouth, Todd, or Brecky will shut it for you. You know who he is, though, right, sweetie pie? The Gaddy Spice is naughty and nice. Aww. But that Todd, he doesn't have the gravitas or intellect to comprehend Josh Gad's vast body of work. This guy shits dipped all over countless Hollywood blockbusters. Let's just go through his resume, shall we? He played Bartholomew T. Bump Brown in the 2011 smash hit Mardi Gras Spring Break. You can't forget his voice acting prowess as Toby, Bailey, Ailey, Tino, Waffles and Buddy in the 2017's A Dog's Purpose. Who gives a shit if dogs were abused while filming that movie? The ends justify the means. Get in the fucking water, pooch. And his unforgettable appearance on a 2016 episode of Talking Dead was really insightful. Ring a bell? The same Josh Gad that married actress Ida Darvish on May 10th, 2008? The one who has two daughters, Ava, born on December 1st, 2010, and Isabella, who was born on February 17th, 2014? The one who has stated that while he loves traditional aspects of Judaism and celebrates traditions of his wife's Catholicism, he considers himself spiritual, but not religious. But enough about you and Gad. Let's get to know a little bit about me. I have a compromised immune system. Because my mommy drank strawberry cinnamon Zambuca while I was in her tummy. She was in a jet ski accident and I got all rumpled up. So what do you think, toots? Wanna go home with boring ass Todd in the frozen tundra that is Pittsburgh? <laughs> or have a once in a lifetime ride on this all you can eat breakfast buffet? <laughs> what do you think, crowd? Should she abandon her family?
This is Rajay Davis, and I just want to give a shout out to my boys and Kevy's Country Breakfast. You know the ones that think they got some skills, some baseball skills. You know, they be out there hitting, slugging, fielding. Well, at least they think they do. A little, little sluggish in the outfield. You know, a little slow with the bat. But they get it round. You know, they get it round. It just take them forever to do that. I mean, they, they be jogging around the bases. And that's about all they be doing. Now, nah, I'm just playing with you guys. Just a couple jokes from your boy, Rajay D. In the meantime, be safe. Stay home. Wash your hands, please. <laughs> Ladies, ladies, please, I can barely contain myself too, but I assure you there's enough cavy to go around. With the excitement at an all-time high, the Breakfast Boys take their worldwide promotional tour to the granddaddy of them all, 30 Rockefeller, the Tonight Show stage. They're so urban. Oh, yeah. They got that mocha inner city flair. Very, very nice. Amazing. Millennium. Jimmy and her homeland were huge. We're getting that Jerry D. Robert Munch pussy up in the great white north, if you catch my drift. I'm not a bitch, Jimmy. Are you a bitch, Jimmy? That is so not me. That's so not like me. Um, what is your producer's name, Jimmy? Because we're dealing with a real capital B here, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, the B stands for bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a great one. How do you keep your staff in line here, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. Hear the story, Jimmy. It's fucking hilarious. So our producer Dave Smith Hayes, this fucking pussy, he's got the nerve to tell us the story. You're not gonna believe it. The audacity of this quick pickled cunt makes me sick to my stomach. Right? So he tells the story about how his sister gets into a car accident, like right through the windshield of our Toyota Rav4. I'm talking whole bod through. And are they a sponsor, Jamie? A beautiful car, wonderful Japanese craftsmanship, built like a samurai sword. <laughs> Let me try to piece together the logic here, Jamie, because quite frankly, I'm having a hard time comprehending it. So because he lost someone in his family, he's putting the blame on the RAV4 family? Over her dead body, I'm thinking to myself, over my dead body. <laughs> Hey, Kobe Rasmus here, star outfielder with Toronto's Ball Club. Maybe not a Hall of Fame star yet, but certainly a Bob Bannerman star. That's because every time I hit a homer this season, you can get $1,000 Kobe cash if you buy your new car at Bob Bannerman the following day. So I get a dinger and you get dough. Wow, that's a double play. At Bob Bannerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep on Don Mills Road, just north of Eglinton, south of Lawrence. We're gonna talk some. Uh, we're gonna talk about some uh, Taiwanese baseball now, and uh, I've been watching this for about four days now. So needless to say, I'm an expert. I am basically the uh, Ken Rosenthal of the East, right? I know everything about this league, and we're gonna. We're gonna enlighten you now, Dave. Dave, you've been watching, right? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been great. Just kind of wake up, go to work in my living room, and uh, watch the last seven, the last three innings of a game. Yeah, it's been the last three innings because they've a lot of these games are fucking slugfests, right? Uh, one of the games too, I believe we were was getting into the eleventh or twelfth inning. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna go through this. So this the CPPL. This is their. They've been around since nineteen ninety, right? Uh, they have four teams currently in the in the league. The CPBL. I thought they had five teams in the league. You snarky, undermining fuck. <laughs> they have four teams in the league. We'll, we'll go through this. There is a fifth team. The uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking butcher. Let, let's get this out of the way too. I'm gonna be fucking. Well, you, well, let's be honest. You're not coming here for. If you're coming here for the news, just go fuck yourself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go babble on some other. But we're we're just we're we're it's not gonna be factually everything factually correct. It's what we've read for you know our due diligence of nine seconds of research. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So part of my ignorance is the mispronunciation. But the Waiton Dragons were a team from 1990 to 99, and they will be, they will be joining the league next year. So right now they're playing. And what's interesting is that that team now is playing in the minors in Taiwan, in that, in that league, in the Taiwanese league. This is like getting your fucking coronavirus news exclusively from Whoopi Goldberg on the View. <laughs> but I digress. This year there's four teams in the league. I'll go through the four teams. All right. So the. The first, uh, the first team is the uh, China China Trust Brothers. They got a yellow uniform. They got the fucking uh, elephant mascot. They got the elephant logo. It's really cool, kind of sharp uniforms. They look pretty sweet. Yeah, they do. They do look pretty sweet. Uh, Chincholo. So each team is named after a company. What do you think the China Trust is, Chincholo? A bank. 
pretty obvious. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you mean like like the what? What is no, the no, mascot I, 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 name? No, I'm laughing. I asked you an easy question. That was it. Yes. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, th- th- so they're named after a bank. For every answer Chincholo gets right, an animal cracker will dispense. Like he's a cat getting fed on a timer. <laughs> and then we have the next the next club is the Fubon Guardians. Their logo looks like it's in the fucking XFL. You're fired. They wear blue uniforms. What do you think Fubon is, Chincholo? Um, no idea. What do you think Fubon is, Dave? I think it's another bank. It's another bank. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a credit union. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually it's actually a trust, so it's actually kind of like a credit it's a credit union for rich people. Look at Dave fucking defending these banks right off the bat. <laughs> then we have the then we have uh, we're now we're halfway through the league. Uh, <laughs> so now we're at the uh Rokten Monkeys, which Dave has became a fan of in the past week. Yeah, lifelong uh, uh Raccoon Monkeys fan. Uh, they have a kind of a cult, cool cartoon monkey logo. And guess why Dave's a fucking fan? Can you believe it, Chinchillo? They won the, the fucking Taiwanese series championship the past three years in a row. They're the juggernaut. Oh, bandwagon Davey boy loves the monkeys, <laughs> right? Back at it again. <laughs> what else is new, you fuck, right? He actually has two teams in this four-team league. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm a big brothers fan, too. I can't, I can't lie there. Fuck you. Yeah, you're... <laughs> You're like, that's my southern Taiwanese team and my northern Taiwanese team. You don't have two? It's their immediate rival also. It's just like yeah, you yeah. Can't Well, they're all them. rivals. There's 14. Yeah, I, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Rockton. What do you think that is, Chincholo? A bank? I don't know. Insurance company. One of those two. It's, it's an e-commerce and online retail store. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the AliExpress of Japan. It's a cryptocurrency bank. Crypto. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have so yeah they've won they've won the championship the past three years ago they're the they're the juggernauts of the league no wonder Dave loves them they have the beautiful Rakuten uh, dancers for the team they're they're so they're they're the juggernaut and then we we round it off with the with the team I've been uh, I'm putting I'm putting my support behind the Uni President Seven Eleven Lions why am I supporting this team because the Seven Eleven's in the name and so we know what Seven Eleven is but what do you what do you think Uni President is I'm assuming he's the like it's the president of 7-Eleven? It is, in fact, the global manufacturer of Kevin James memorabilia. <laughs> uh, Uni President, it's, it's, a, it's a massive food production company. So uh, needless to say, this is, you know, this is just a working class league, working class teams. Uh, so, the, yeah, that, so that rounds off the, the four teams. So you asked you asked a good question, Chincholo. How many games do they play? They play 120 games in the season. Okay. Okay. So the season structure is as follows: they play 100 and, 120 games total. This year they're gonna they're even starting off a little late. They are still aiming to play the full 120. So here's so this is interesting. There's there's the first the the league is broken up into two halves. The first half and the second half are 60 games each. Okay. So the Taiwanese series is as follows: so if a team if a team wins the first half and another team wins the second half, those two teams meet in a best-of-seven Taiwanese series, so essentially their World Series, okay? So it's interesting to think, like, you could dominate the first half, win, and then the second half, another team could t- could win, and you, you just meet them. You know what I mean? You could have a, you could have injury problems. You can get into slumps. That's that's that's. I don't understand. I, I don't understand why they would set it up that way because then that means like look at Cholo being racist right off the cuff, right? <laughs> 
No, well, if you win the first half, you have literally nothing to play for until the second half, like until the second half is done. Let me get into it. Let's get into it, though. Okay. So if one team wins the first half and the other team wins the second half, they they face off in, in the uh, Taiwan series. That That's pretty straightforward. But if one team wins both halves, they get an odd, they, they obviously advance to the Taiwanese series and are defaulted a one nothing lead in the series. Okay. And then the next two teams in the standings play in a wild card series to advance to the Taiwanese series best three out of five. So, yeah, I mean, obviously there's a tremendous advantage of winning both halves. You go up, not only go up one, one oh, and a best of seven, but you, the other team has to, like, you would have to imagine pitchers that are already fatigued have to play in another round of best three out of five. So that's kind of interesting. I think. But here's where it gets really fucky. If a team manages to have the best overall winning percentage, but they didn't win either half, that team plays in a wild card series against the half season winner with a lower winning percentage. So there's always an incentive to play hard. So every year could be very, very different depending just on how the, the stats fall, right? Absolutely. That's kind of exciting. And the half season with winner with the higher percentage gets a buy into the Taiwanese series. So that's that's yeah, that is pretty. It, it you also feel like a piece of shit if you're the only team not involved in this of the, th- the three. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I actually I actually like the setup. I think it's kind of interesting. But let's be honest here. When you watch the CPBL, it's been very fun. There's some great players. These teams would get fucking spanked by the Korean and Japanese leagues. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, for sure. If you consider in Japan it to be like four A. I would say the CPBL is like high A ball for the most part, but 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 it's interesting in the sense. Of, so they're, you're allowed to have four foreign players that uh, on your roster. Three can be active at any time, and what I've noticed is all the foreign players are pitchers because <laughs> it's 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 a pretty offense dominated league, and the pitching seems to be struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like it's not like you're gonna fucking waste your money on like uh, on like a Venezuelan shortstop. They, that's just not happening. Esmil Rogers, former Blue Jay legend on the le- level of excellence, pitches for the uh, the China Trust Brothers right now. He had ten strikeouts the other day. He was cruising. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, he was in the zone. Good for him. I'm glad things are going well for him. I know. <laughs> I, I texted him after the game. I was like, dude, you're fucking killing it. Uh, we played video poker for three and a half hours. So. And I was looking up some salaries because let's look at some scratch here, right? A typical monthly salary for foreign players is five five grand. That's not bad, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so let's get into this now too. It's a fucking cool atmosphere. When you watch like the, the Rockton Monkeys, it's literally an empty crowd. They have they have like mannequins in the stands. They have the mascots. They have like uh, they have robots, robot like musicians, and then they just have hot chicks walking around. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's very cool. Also, if you're interested in watching these games, the uh, what's the channel, Dave? Uh, Eleven Sports Taiwan. Eleven Sports Taiwan. You can stream these games live, or at least one game at a time. But they only have two games per day, right? Uh, so yeah. one of the games will be available online for now. They're testing it out, but it seems to have some decent viewership. It's it's funny because like when you sign into the yeah when you watch it on Twitter, there's like a live chat. And I swear to God, there was a guy who was like. Where can I gamble on this? Like this person who just found out this league exists like 20 minutes ago. Like, how can I get some fucking action on this shit? You know what I, mean? I feel like I know this person. <laughs> it's, it's at Dave Smith Hayes. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do yourself a favor. Wake up at dawn. Forego shaving. Forego showering. Forego any work commitments. Grab a bowl of Cheez-Its. 
crack open a beer and get lost in the mystical world of the CPBL because it's 2020, baby, and life don't get much better than this. P.S. Get Bortolo Cologne in this league immediately. That means it's designed to help you when you have full sim. Full quart, that means it gives you 32 full ounces. Four good full eight-ounce glasses. I reckon you know what I'm talking about. The Schaefer quart bottle. Strikes me as convenience reduced to its simplest terms. Sure, you lay in a supply of Schaefer party-sized full quart bottles before the weekend or before a party, and you've got it made. Then when it comes time to quench thirst all around... You just flip off a cap or two and start pouring. And watch the smiles of pleasure beam around you. Sure, because inside those quart bottles of Schaefer is beer that's brewed for enjoyment. Beer that's as refreshing as a Saturday afternoon in May. So you just keep Schaefer's party-sized quart bottles on hand for real convenience and real enjoyment. Remember, it's real beer. Disturbing stories, disgusting people, deranged investigations. Today, we dive into the taste buds of psychotic pervert Dave Smith-Hayes. As hosts Kev Sheeler and Kevin Chincholo try his two favorite candy bars, Eat More and The Big Turk, for the very first time. This is Kevy Conclusions. Listener discretion is advised. I bought a goddamn eat more in front of plexiglass. <laughs> so wait, wait, you guys, you guys have never had an eat more before? I thought the understanding was that you guys had them and you didn't like them. I have never had an eat more. Uh, I think I may have had them like twenty years ago, and I decided that was just something I would never eat. Chicho had one like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? Okay, so the eat more is uh, a classic candy bar. There's no chocolate in it. It's uh, it's a Canadian bar. Yes, uh, and it's soft toffee, uh, soft dark toffee. Uh, and peanuts, and that's it. it. This is it. Says in the ingredients, unsweetened chocolate. Oh, so there's some some maybe so you some stupid cocoa in there. bitch, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know your your pitcher's secondary pitches. <laughs> what else is new, right? I fucking Lysol wiped my uh, chocolate bar, so I won't get Corona, but I will get cancer. Uh, after... <laughs> so, Kev, are you okay? So we're we gonna oh try this one. Yeah, I'll open it. Here we go. Okay, what is your initial? opinion on the wrapper what do you think of this the color i'm not i'm not shitting on it i i think it looks i mean i i opened it already and now i'm shitting on it because it looks like a log of shit uh, <laughs> yeah it really does look like a log <laughs> of shit it looks like you thinned out a log of shit it looks like you know when you eat something healthy like gr- like granola or something and then you see it in your your stool the next day this is exactly what this is <laughs> you wish you could start a podcast have insightful comments like Kevin's and Shorter. <laughs> like a mushed up bar of shit we should start a patreon we're important <laughs> it's floppy too oh yeah yeah no it kind of waves i you, love you. the idea <laughs> that a guy 
that a fucking like truck driver <laughs> is driving across the country putting his life on the line as an essential worker deliver <laughs> eat more chocolate bars to fucking fat fuck like us? Like for what? Okay, I'm gonna try this. Nothing like beer and chocolate, by the way. That just like that just reminds me of the holidays. You know what I mean? My life is fucked. My children were a regrettable mistake, and my job feels like a nauseating cycle of endless defeat. <laughs> but let's wash it all down with a rummy rum nog and Lindor chocolate yum yum. Drive home to go. <laughs> it's gonna taste gross. The beer in your mouth. Not good mid fucking. <laughs> My initial thing, it's not terrible, but I don't know why this would be anyone's favorite. No, yeah, Dave's a fucking contrarian asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I actually do love Eat Mars. I think they're extremely delicious. Actually, I've always liked Haley Duff more than Hillary, and that never became more clear after underwhelming sophomore album Metamorphosis, but that's just me, though. Yeah, I agree. If this 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 isn't terrible, and this might even be an acquired taste. There might be like three weeks from now. I'm just sitting at home like I can get it to eat more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe this would be something like you go to like fucking Cape Breton Island. They have like an eat more McFlurry at McDonald's. You gotta try it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always it out. would just yeah. break the blade of the McFlurry machine. <laughs> It's not. It's just like it doesn't have enough RPMs. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. It's comedically, this chocolate bar just describes Dave. It's pretty good. Uh... <laughs> this is the es- this is the Esmeal Rogers of chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> excited for you guys to try uh my my number two punch. when was the last time you had a big turk dave like a year and a half ago all right that's not bad yeah you know what's funny is i'm already underwhelmed by the that was supposed to be the good one <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. what the fuck so what is what 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 is turkish like that's like licorice right okay so th- yeah it's 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 like a it's like a sugary gummy candy with a very peculiar flavor uh, the Big Turk is uh, milk chocolate wrapped around a Turkish delight. It's dark magenta. It's hard. I'll tell you right now, it's uh, it's it's not the best Turkish delight. Turkish delight is supposed to be very soft and very like like a gummy bear. Almost. What are you talking about, Dave? He's talking about the gummy part of this chocolate bar. Yeah, the, the Turkish delight. I'm, I'm talking about the what, what this the candy fuck bar. Fuck, are is. you talking about, Dave? <laughs> It looks like someone has hemorrhoids, so it's coming out in little spurts. You know what I mean? If you look through- <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can only withhold a certain amount of pain at a time, so it's like you push, take a breath. <laughs> Sometimes you look up from the bowl, and you can see if you can see it protruding out. You ever do that? Uh, that's what this looks like right now. All right, let me take a bite of this, this one. This is like this is a day if you had pizza, like party mix, and like a like a fucking handful of Pringles, then you take a shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves here. This looks like you skinned a Smurf alive and submerged its carcass in shit. <laughs> I don't like this one either. This makes me uncomfortable that Turkey has nukes. Uh, <laughs> this fucking sucks too, but it's not the worst. Like, I'm not no, gonna, it's not the worst. I'm not going to be comedically a bitch like... <laughs> it's like a Swedish fish wrapped in chocolate. Yeah, more or less. I love Swedish fish. I wouldn't go that far. I'm glad I could have almost killed a 90-year-old woman today by going and getting these chocolate bars for a <laughs> <laughs> The ends justify the means. 
like the sh- like the purple shit inside the like the the big Turk, I could probably like in a different dessert. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, if it was condensed to something different, I could probably fuck with it. But the overall coating, I don't want those back to back. No. All right. I wasted three bucks on this bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Kev Sheeler, soon to be franchisee applique at Little Caesars Richmond Hill and two-time Hamilton Go Yuck Yourself champion. Hi, and I'm Kevin Cinciolo, and I'm currently wearing a diaper. Did you know that one in five people who have listened to Kevy's Country Breakfast haven't liked, commented, or subscribed? Is that true? Those fucking freeloading whores. Even more troubling? Some people are listening to the podcast and not even sending it to their friends, family, or spiritual senseis. We're thirsty for stardom, and these fuckers got me perched. We're giving you the exclusive opportunity to use hashtag KCPDevotee on social media to help spread the word for this transformative podcast. We're revolutionary. We're just different, you know? Yeah, we're on a speedboat cruising down Lake Nipissing on the Todd Shapiro SS Success Express. Just so you know, if you haven't shared the podcast with at least 14 people by now, you're essentially saying the N-word. Richard Spencer, is that you? So do your bare minimum, you ungrateful fucks. Share, subscribe, and follow at KCB Pod on Twitter. And send your requests for signed headshots at Kevy's Country Breakfast at gmail.com. And if you're a company, send us free stuff, you piece of shit. We can jingle with the best of them. Bye. Bye.